from the vault. High atop the pastoral center of the Diocese of Camden, you're listening to Talking Catholic. Hey everybody, thank you for joining us for another edition of Talking Catholic. My name is Mike Walsh and I'm here with Marianela Nunez. And we're about to uh, do a special episode about one of my favorite weeks of the year, Catholic Schools Week. And uh, even as a, as a young child in Catholic schools, I, I couldn't wait for it. And that was before Pajama Day became a thing. Oh, stop. Mike. We didn't have Pajama Day. That's now, uh, I think, a prerequisite for having a, your Catholic school spirit week is uh, having one day where you come in your pajamas. You know, I'm sure our guest today will talk about that. <laughs> no I don't idea. know if highly, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, you're absolutely right. But no, I, I really, I, you know, we love, we love to talk about Catholic schools on this program. And um, this is a great week where we really get to showcase our schools. You know, in November, uh, the National Catholic Education Association came out with Discover Catholic Schools Week, which is a you know was was the first time they tried putting that together, and we did a little bit of work. But Catholic Schools Week in Jan at the end of January and beginning of February is always going to be sort of like our, our opportunity to really highlight it. Yeah, I mean, my uh, Office of Catholic Schools, South Jersey Catholic Schools, is in celebration mode right now. The diocese is in celebration mode. The country is because of these, uh, you know, Catholic Schools Week. And so with us today, uh, we have our special uh, co-host, uh, guest co-host, Mary Beth Pibari from the Office of Catholic Schools. She's the uh, marketing uh, director of the office. And welcome one more time to our show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here as always. Sure. Mary Beth has been on the, the show several times over the past uh, couple of years, and she's always welcome. I like having uh, the two of you on, actually, because you fill in all the holes in my Catholic Schools repertoire, because the two <laughs> of you working for the Diocese of Camden's Catholic Schools office, you're really into the, the nitty-gritty, and you get an opportunity to be out in the, uh, in the schools a lot more frequently than I do, much to my chagrin, actually. I don't get to go out nearly as much as I would, I would like, so... I'm a little jealous of the two of you. I am so grateful for Mary Beth's presence here today. She's uh, been working a lot this week uh, for Catholic School Week, and uh, I think she'll be bringing a lot of insights to the show today. Yeah. If you really want to see the, some of the work she does, I encourage everyone to read the Catholic Star Herald this week. Uh, she is essentially the uh, guest editor of the Catholic Schools Week edition every yes. year. So uh, the Catholic Star Herald, I think, what is it, 20 pages all on Catholic schools this year? Yes, yeah. and, and in all fairness, a lot of that is ads, but they're great ads and give a lot of information about our schools with the open houses and that kind of thing. So we do have... Um, a lot of nice editorial and also I think just every one of our schools in one way or another is represented. Yeah, yeah. I started so. reading uh, some of the supplement and uh, you know I have to say you have to look it up. Uh, Mary Beth has written great articles and I think you know one of them in particular made me cry today so if you want to find which one it was you need to check the supplement out. It's true because, it, it, you know, I, I don't want to give away why people will cry because uh, I had the same reaction to it, but it, it's a good cry and it's an important cry. And, and But there's also a lot of joy in there as well as to why people send their kids to Catholic schools, the, the power that, that really comes from uh, what you learn in a Catholic school. We in the Diocese of Camden have uh, tagged our Catholic schools the gift of a lifetime. Uh, Mary Beth, I know we've used it, uh, that phrase a lot in the last couple of years, um, and it's important to us, And I, but I still think it rings true when people hear it for the first time. Can you explain why it's referred to as the gift of a lifetime? Sure. Um, when we first brought this out, the, uh, the gift of a lifetime, people thought, well, 
how, what does that really mean? How is it a lifetime? And, and we think of it as not just a gift for your child, but as a gift to the communities where your child will serve others, both while they're in school and while they're an adult. Once you have that Catholic education, you take it with you, so it lasts you a lifetime, but you're also bringing it to the parishes, communities, relationships, everything you gain in a Catholic school really stays with you and benefits others as well. Right. That's impressive. So, I still love that tagline. It's one of my favorites. Mike, uh, and, I, and I think uh, because we have so many guests today, uh, yes, and one we have to, to start the introduction. Yeah, yeah, one of them has to leave very shortly, so let's, let's go around the table starting on my left. Sure. And so we have here, uh, you introduce yourself. Helen Persing from John Paul II in Stratford. Steve Hogan, Principal of St. Mary's School, Vineland. Alice Malloy, Principal of Our Lady of Mount Carmel School in Berlin. Joan Dollinger, Principal of Assumption Regional Catholic School in Galloway. Molly Webb, Principal of Resurrection Catholic School in Cherry Hill. Phil Jan Fortune, um, Principal of St. Michael of the Archangel Regional School in Clayton. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for, so for, and, and I will tell you, our guests have been waiting around for me. I was stuck with Bishop Sullivan for a while. Bishop, what so, happened? But, you know, that's, that's, but thank you all for waiting. So uh, we sound a little harried in the beginning. That's the reason why it was waiting for me. But, uh, but thanks for, for staying. So I, I guess what I'd really like to know uh, from each of you, but maybe starting with Steve, is um, what got you into Catholic schools and why is Catholic Schools Week really kind of important to your school? To answer the question what got me into Catholic schools, well, I'm a product of 18 years of Catholic education. So, uh, Good product. Catholic, schools, <laughs> yeah. uh, Catholic schools have, outside of my parents, have been probably the largest uh, formation tool in my life. And uh, so I'm a strong believer in Catholic schools because even professionally, um, I've given my uh, educational career uh, to the church and the ministry of Catholic education. And um, I'm very proud of that. And, uh, you know, one thing is I always tell other principals, uh, I have principals in the public school sector who are friends. Uh, I'm probably, when we get together and chat, I'm probably the only one that says, I love getting up every morning and going to work. Because I, li I work um, in a faith-filled environment, uh, have wonderful relationships with my parents and the students. Uh, it's something I cherish, and I know the families cherish. And I was sort of thinking, again, uh, Mary Beth happened to mention the theme, uh, gift of a lifetime. Many times when I'm speaking to prospective parents about Catholic education, I always use the phrase, the gift that keeps giving, because sometimes parents today with the economy really grapple with the sacrifice, especially financially, in providing the Catholic education. And I, I always remind them that this financial commitment they make, again, is the gift that keeps giving. Uh, the vacations, technology gifts, all those material things kids forget. Catholic education uh, puts an indelible imprint on your child for life. Um, and I know from speaking from my own experience and the sacrifices my parents made in looking at my siblings and my family, uh, Catholic education is probably one of the hallmark imprints of our family's life and the people who we are today. Uh, so. So, Mike, in regard to Catholic Schools Week coming up, a uh, lot of activities, Monday through Friday. Kids are excited. Do you have any special guests? I do have a special guest. Who is that? Bishop Sullivan. Woo! <laughs> yeah, Bishop Sullivan, 
uh, Father Rocks and Dr. Watson will be present at St. Mary's in Vineland on Monday. Uh, on Monday, uh, we celebrate uh, diversity of our, our student body, but even more broadly, uh, we're really celebrating diversity in our church. And uh, so part of that celebration is an ethnic lunch. So I, I have a feeling Bishop chose St. Mary's because I... Think he, he likes, does, I think yes. he likes to eat. That is so true. I think he's going to enjoy uh, enjoy the time. And uh, so we have roughly around, I think around seven different countries represented that day. Uh, classes choose a country. Uh, and sometimes that's based upon, um, could be students' own backgrounds in the past through the years. We've had, you know, Germany, the, the Philippines, uh, Vietnam, we, you know, there are a variety of different nationalities. The food so, is amazing. Oh, yeah. And I know, Marianella, you were there a couple of years ago, so you did experience that firsthand. So, again, a lot of activities going on the week celebrating different aspects of our school. And, um, yeah, so we're really looking forward to it. That's awesome. How about you, Helen? What, uh, what got you into Catholic school education, and uh, why did you stay? Well, first of all, I grew up in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, and uh, I went all through Catholic school, Catholic high school. Uh, my father was a Catholic school teacher, taught for probably close to 40 years. So I know nothing other than Catholic education, but I do enjoy it. Uh, like Steve, I get out of bed every day. I'm very excited to go into school. Uh, I know that our students make a difference uh, when interviewing uh, candidates for teaching positions. I can tell someone who went to a Catholic school just by their demeanor, uh, the way they speak. I think that we spend a lot of time really developing the whole child. Uh, I, I, I know my dad would be thrilled. He passed away many years ago, but uh, he was a huge supporter, believed in it didn't think there were any other kind of schools in this country but Catholic schools. So, uh, you know, that's I like something. That. Good. Yeah. Yes. I want people to think that. We yes. like that. Yes. So, so that's what got me here. Um, Catholic Schools Week at John Paul II is very exciting. Uh, we have a number of activities. Uh, every day there's something planned. Uh, like Steve, you know, he has a lunch on Monday. We do a lunch too, but our lunch is special person's lunch. And the child gets to ask somebody special in their life to come in and they spend a half hour and have lunch. Uh, now the idea is the child's supposed to pack the lunch for the special person, but I've seen special persons come in with a whole bunch of food, but they have fun, so they get to spend a half hour. And then there's many other activities during the week. I know on Wednesday we celebrate our nation, and as uh, from kindergarten all the way through eighth grade, we have uh, students either uh, writing to the local uh, politicians or uh, the senators and representatives about uh, what makes a Catholic education so great. I'm also excited because uh, uh, my eighth grade STEM class is going to be up in Trenton. Uh, they did a project with uh, the whole group uh, regarding um, helping food banks mm. because of the awareness of food banks that, you know, at Christmas and at Thanksgiving, but they need food all year long. So they did this wonderful project. So they'll, I, I wish I could go, but I have to be at the school, but they'll be up there representing us and I'm very proud of them. Uh, and like all the other schools, there's, there's many different activities, but the best thing about it is that uh, sense of family. Um, you know, even if there were issues in the school prior week, the, the children all come together 
And, you know, many of the little kids will say, can we do this again tomorrow? <laughs> and, you know, that that's the thing that is really exciting. But, um, you know, those are things that have been planned. And, uh, you know, like all the other schools, we are just so grateful that, um, you know, I say to the children all the time that your parents have given you a gift. You should be thanking them. Uh, they work very hard. They sacrifice and, you know, as we see them leave our school and go on and go out into college, it, it's just a, a great thing because we know we were part of preparing them and getting to see, you know, where they are in life. And they come back. A lot of our alumni come back and visit. And it's it's funny because that's one thing they remember. Remember when we did this at Catholic Schools Week? Are you still doing that? Mm-hmm. So they, they do enjoy that. So, so that's how I got here. And... Um, I know for me, there isn't any other place I would rather be than in a Catholic school. I love to hear that. Hey, because you've only been in the Catholic schools for a short while, right? Yeah, well, I taught in Trenton Diocese for 10 years, and then I came into Camden in uh, 2006. So, um, So what, just about 25 years? Yeah. In Catholic education. There you go. I like to hear that. So we, uh, we do know, like Helen loves her school. Like she, oh, she gets there very early, yeah. leaves very late, and uh, you know she leaves like uh, what, like an hour away. Uh, it's about forty minutes. It's it's not that far. Yeah. But sometimes for me, because that's my work ethic, I like to come in early and get things done because. I know once the children come in, all kinds of things happen. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, that's when I get my work done. And I'm sure all of you do the same thing. It's when you can close your door and nobody's bothering you. You can take care of some things that you can't normally get to. But that's my work ethic. And, you know, actually, I've instilled that in my own children. And it's nice to see because they're the same way. You know, I'm the product of two educators as well. My mother was the uh, director of guidance and assistant uh, principal at Gloucester Catholic High School. And then my father worked in the public school system. And it was always the same thing. When I went to Gloucester Catholic with my mom, we'd routinely leave around 7 o'clock at night. I I had a great disdain for that, but now my mom, who's now retired, kind of laughs at me a little bit as I'm rolling in the door around 7 o'clock. And she goes, now you understand, don't you? I go, yes, I do, Mom. You're absolutely right. right. You stay until the job's done. stay until the job's done, right. We keep the question open, So we're going to go around a little bit for, but since this is uh, the the principal at my son's school and everyone just calls him Mr. G, I'm just going to go with that. Mr. G, how you doing, Mr. G? You had had to hide that until the end. (laughs) The... uh, um, no, no, I'm very, I'm very transparent about my connections. The, uh, but now you're, you're unique in the sense that you're a first-year principal at St. Michael's, but you worked at, uh, you were what, uh, headmaster at uh, Bishop Eustis yeah. High School in, in Cherry Hill yes. for quite a while. Yeah, I was there for, um, well, I was 14 years. I was 10 years as a music teacher and then four years as, first as academic dean and then became the headmaster uh, the last two years. Um, but the reason why I, I really got into Catholic education was my father was the music teacher at Camden Catholic High School. Uh, he was also Mr. G. He was the first Mr. G, I guess. <laughs> I was uh, originally, when I was a kid, I was G minor. Uh, nice. Everyone gets a music joke. I like it. That's cute. Yeah. I like it. It's cute. <laughs> um, and then they got really funny with my brother and sisters, like diminished and whatever. I mean, and then double diminished. They, they you know, the music theory jokes out there, but, um, but really, like I, I was part of Catholic education growing up. Yeah. Um, I went to Camden Catholic High School, so I, I got to graduate from the diocese in a sense. Um, and I just, it was where my faith and my love of education can all be together as one. And I just, I've just been in love with it ever since. 
um, one the community that you get to work with every day I mean the students are fantastic but it's some place that you can actually talk to the adults about all this you know how you feel and what you you openly talk about that stuff and what you value and it all comes together so I think it's fantastic um, and it's just it's the best thing that, yeah, you know, it's funny, just listening to you talk, I mean, to thinking that, uh, one, you know, we on this podcast and in my work in the diocese in general, you know, we talk about being pastoral and accompanying people and things like that. And I think there's a greater opportunity to do that in a Catholic school because um, we really get to, to get in touch with people's spirituality. We really get to, and you really get an opportunity. And, I, and I've seen this happen certainly with, with other families and my own family at, at St. Michael's, where, you know, a family in distress, you know, knows that they're part of a community. And mm -hmm. for instance, going back to the article that will make you cry in the, up in the Catholic Star Herald, um, you know, when tragedy happens, it's, it's not just that it's a classmate, it's, it's, it's something has happened to your family. Someone's happened to a member of your community. It's a very tight-knit community. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and, you know, we've been fortunate at, at St. Michael's that we haven't had a truly tragic event happen in, in quite some time. But, but there are difficulties, and, and your role as a principal and the role of the, of the teachers really being there as that sort of first line of, of helping a, a troubled family, not just mm -hmm. a troubled student, but a troubled family, yes. is important. Right. Yeah, I have, I have a question for, for Phil. I'm not sure how much Catholic Schools Week was celebrated at Bishop Eustace, but you're coming into your first Catholic oh. Schools Week as a principal of an elementary school. And I would love to have a before and after conversation because now you have only expectations. But what are you what are you anticipating? Well, I mean, honestly, like in the high school level, we um, didn't quite uh, celebrate it as much. Um, it's what it sounds like similar is a little bit like uh, Spirit Week would be. In, in high school, because uh, I, I even remember at Canon Catholic, I, I don't think we did as much when, I mean, I graduated in 2000, um, but uh, we didn't really do as much of that then. Um, I know they do more now, especially with service, and like, mm -hmm. that's the, the big key, I think, really celebrating really the faith and what we're, the gratitude that we want to show others. Um, but at the same time, like, uh, I, from, listening to all the planning that's gone invo involved with everything that we're going to be doing because just like is that the other principals are going to tell you a lot of activities uh the whole week um because we have the grandparents coming in on monday which and parents they're going to visit the classes they get to have lunch with the kids i mean that's going to be fantastic and we have a book fair going on at the same time but we kind of we had so many things that we kind of even started this week the book fair started now uh tomorrow's our multicultural uh dinner mm -hmm. um and then followed by an alumni game, followed by mass on Sunday, and it just goes all the way into next Friday. It's, it's yeah. you know, really, really cool. And the one thing that I was really uh, interested to see is, and the students were really, really, I had, I was talking to a parent the other day about um, the Wax Museum. So we have this, we don't I love that, Wax Museums. Yeah. I think they're the best. And then the presentation of the kids, the preparation that they go into is Gonna really Gonna have Jack great. do it. <laughs> oh, he will be doing it soon. So one of the mothers were saying their child is literally going to dress as Al Capone <laughs> and right. historical figures, and he's very, very excited about it. And it's he just came to us like the other year, yeah. But he's completely like been invested, invested in it, yeah. what we do. So That's it's great. It's very great. And come to think, you know, I think on Monday of Spirit Week, you're also doing the. Uh, 
the eighth grade spelling bee, and there's going to be a special uh, host of that. That uh, oh, it's me. You had to say it, Mike. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. well, I, I, yeah, I've been doing it for like four or five years now, and I get to okay. Because it okay. it's the only time where I know the spelling of all the words. You're very smart at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Molly, let's let's hear from you a little bit. Well, I went to all Catholic school as well, Archdiocese of Philadelphia, um, including college, so high school and college. I have a little bit of a different story in that um, I'm one of those struggling families. You know, my, my mom raised four children on her own. Um, so I can truly say that it was my particular grade school that, and faith that gave me the hope that life could get better. And, um, and it was all the families that supported us. It was them who looked out when my mom was at work and, you know, made sure that we had dinner or made sure we had a ride to, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever place we needed to go to. And, and it was that larger family and that knowledge that there were good, faithful people in the world. Um, we actually would walk to church on our own because my mom had to work on Sundays and, you know, to sit with other families that we knew were just an extension of our own. Um, so that piece of it is what really made me want to stay in um, Catholic education. And I see it, I see being a principal as being such a privilege. Um, I always loved being a teacher. I'm not going to lie, I do miss that classroom. Um, the children's spirit give you, um, you get so much back. I was just saying that to the students the other day because I was filling in for our science teacher who was sick. <laughs> and, um, and I was doing a, a lesson and I was saying to them that they have always bring, brought joy to my life whenever there was something going on that was a little hard. Yeah. And you don't even know you're being God to one another, you know, but they are. And, you know, and so that, that was part of a larger lesson that um, had to do with Martin Luther King. But it truly is, we're just a, we're a little different. And I think it is because we can talk so freely about our faith that makes us closer. Because we have these deep conversations um, that really help guide all of us. You know, we learn from one another. Catholic Schools Week. We have a lot going on, like everybody else. What are you looking else. forward to seeing? That so, my week. favorite part of Catholic Schools Week is our Broadway Kids production. Um, I find that Fancy. It, <laughs> wow. we have grades three through five. Um, they are doing Little Mermaid this year. Their costumes are insane, and it was a parent who put them all together. You know, a group of parents who just work together. And I looked at them the other day, and I was, every year I am blown away. But it's also, again, it's an opportunity for parents to come together and get to know one another. Um, but I just love it because it's just I'm amazed every year at what our young kids can do and um, the joy that they give to everybody else. Like even the middle school kids are, you know, they're there and they're watching and they're coming to see it at night. And um, it just brings us all together. And so that, that probably is my very favorite part. Oh, I love that. That's Great. awesome. So we, we have Joan Dellinger from Assumption School, who's next on that question. Yeah. So, um, so for me, I, I am a product of Catholic education. I attended Our Lady Star of the Sea in Cape May, New Jersey. And two of my grandparents attended Star of the Sea. My parents attended Star of the Sea. 
my siblings, my cousins, my children. Um, so there was a deep connection with the parish. Um, I ended up being a teacher there, and I eventually ended up being the principal there as well. So, and for me, the funniest uh, part of that was when I became the principal, you know, I had access to the um, cumulative records, and I looked at my parents. So, <laughs> and that was just so cool to, to be able to, you know, see uh, their permanent the, record that they had. And, uh, cool. and I know that it just made my father um, so proud um, that I ended up uh, being there in, in a school that was such a part of our, our own family. Um, history. I did not think that I would be a Catholic school educator uh, initially because after college I studied theology and was a campus minister at Montclair State University and because I was working in the church I needed two jobs and I taught theology part-time at a Catholic high school in Montclair and it was during that time that I had uh, my husband and I had our first baby and I went back to work at when Matthew was six weeks old which nobody should have to do um, and I had a friend who was babysitting for Matthew and her son became very sick and wasn't able to watch him for two weeks so I went into my principal sister Pat and I said to her Pat I don't know what to do I said I I don't have a babysitter. I don't have family in this area. I said, I, I'm going to have to, to take these next couple weeks off. And she said, well, she said, I could do one of two things. She said, I could bring the sub back, and you can you know, go home and be with Matthew. She said, or you could bring the bassinet to my office and bring him wow. to school. Aww. So that is what I did for three weeks. I brought him with me, and she um, graciously watched this infant for me. And that is what made the difference for me. I said, you know, that compassion, um, love, wow. concern, um, just said to me, you know, as, as much as I loved campus ministry, I thought, you know what, this is where I need to be. This is, this is my calling. And so then I spent, you know, I've spent many years in Catholic education as a teacher and uh, this is the third school where I'm serving as uh, principal, and it's just, um, it, it is a gift. I, I tell people that I go to school every day. I don't even say I go to work, you know. <laughs> we didn't want to let you go, like me, third time, like you were know, almost retired, I and know. you're like, come back. Come back. <laughs> and, you know, and interestingly, I, I took eight years off to work as the administrator of St. Mary by the Sea Retreat House in Cape May Point, and I thought my principal days were over, and I got a call to ask me to consider applying to Assumption. And I was like, now I work at the beach. I, you know, <laughs> why would I want to drive, you know, an hour to, to go to Assumption? But I, I prayed about it, and, and in the discernment, God said, be open. And, you know, that was God and always says. And you had says. to listen. So, right, um, so I did that. And the principal that I was replacing was sick, and... Um, it was after a week of being there that she died. And then it became clear to me that I think God needed my special um, gifts of spirituality, 
um, to be able to help that community to heal during yeah. that very um, difficult time. So, yeah. um, but I love Catholic schools. I love Catholic education. I love Catholic Schools Week. What do you um, love the most about Catholic Schools Week? Um, I love the energy of it. I love the sense of family. Our families are invited to many of our activities. I love the energy of the children. I mean, even this week, they're so excited about it. Um, and the anticipation. The anticipation, you yeah. know. Um, I love that uh, it brings us all together. We have many activities, like all of us, family days. Uh, our, we've had a group of our students who entered a, um, an environmental science project uh, that they are going to be presenting during Catholic Schools Week. Dr. Watson is coming. They're going to make a presentation <laughs> to him. Um, our family day, our uh, Knights of Columbus spelling bee, um, the um, uh, a talent show, which is just amazing. Um, so just so many. And then we do, we have a school-wide service project that we started last year where all of the children are helping to make uh, sleeping mats for persons who are homeless and we create them from plastic bags and each each child during the week will have the opportunity to weave part of the the mat and then we present them to Cape Hope which is an organization in Cape May County that um, that serves persons who are homeless so I think it's a wonderful way to yeah remind the students that they're, the gift of Catholic education for them is also the gift of service. And you if know? you want to learn so. more about that project and what that is about, Joan Dollinger wrote an article about it in the Star Herald. So, oh, you uh, took the, oh, you, I Mary took Beth that was going to talk all about Mary it. Mary Beth, come on. So, <laughs> you describe something. it, Mary Beth. So, well, I do want to thank you, Joan, because um, every time somebody else offers to write an article, that's one to check off the list. And it, it really is a beautiful article and a wonderful story of kids, community, uh, your art teacher, Maddie, who made that loom. Um, it just, it's, it's great. So, thank you. And I'll, and I'll say Marianella also has a wonderful article in this week that is both written in English and Spanish. So thank you, Marianella. So, and I will thank just, you, Mary Beth, uh, for all my, the support. My husband retired last year, uh, right around this time last year. And so somebody said to him, you know, so, so Joni's still working. He said, yeah, she's my retirement. So if anybody working in Catholic schools know that, you know, you can support your family, you know. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> That's great. And so we have one more principal in our list, right, <laughs> on our table. Uh, last but not least, Alice right. Malloy from um, uh, Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Berlin. Right. Um, like everyone at the table, I'm also the product of Catholic education. I am the proud product of the Camden Diocese. I am blessed to be principal at the grade school that I attended. I went to Paul Six High School and then followed that up with some time at University of Notre Dame and then Temple. I'm a music teacher originally and started my teaching career in public and Catholic schools as a band director and itinerant band director at several different schools. <laughs> and um, when we adopted our first child, made the decision to just stay in the Catholic school. I stayed at Mount Carmel and worked part-time and there were many days that I brought my son with me in the bassinet, and he sat on the stage and listened to all the music lessons. And uh, He must like music now. <laughs> he is a music major at Camden's uh, campus of Rutgers University. I'm awesome. very awesome. proud of that. Ooh. Like my, both of my children are proud graduates. So proud you start products. them early, people. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, I'm blessed to be in the position I'm in. I feel a connection to Catholic education because it is a family. I can go, I'm still a parishioner at Mount Carmel. I go to church on Sunday or during the week with the kids from the school and bump into the families with whom I went to school with their children or the, the senior citizens that have watched my children grow up. It's really fun to have that perspective and I, I love coming into school. It's a, for me, it's a short commute. It's a 10 minute commute every day. I know all the best hiding places in the school because it's the school I went to and I remind the kids of all of those fun things that we used, that we used to do and they, they love to hear wow. the stories. They love to see when people know me by first name and so you were a student there? I, I attended Our Lady Mount Carmel, yes. Wow. It was one of my first teaching positions, and uh, when the opportunity to become the principal presented itself, I felt that it really was um, a calling. How does it for, feel to be in the school where you were once a student? Uh, in a lot of respects, in many days it feels like I've never left. <laughs> the, the, the same cot is in the nurse's office that was there from my student days, and it, some days it looks really enticing. <laughs> um, it, it's a blessing. I feel very fortunate to have the connection with not only the community but with the building and we have many teachers who have been with us for a long time. Uh, some of our teachers who have retired come back and keep in touch so it is really a wonderful, a wonderful thing yeah. uh, and it is the gift of a lifetime and I can't think of doing anything else. Yeah. Alice, oh, you were... Oh, no, no, I was just going to ask, uh, what are your favorite parts of Catholic Schools Week? Exactly. We, we, like all the principals here, have a crazy week. I'm most looking forward to our day of service. We've designated Wednesday of next week as our day of service, and we've paired up our older students with their younger buddies, and they will be um, making cards for veterans and for the volunteers in the school and in the parish that we are used to seeing every day. And we're also going to be putting together bags for uh, Ronald McDonald House that have toiletries and games and crayons. We've been collecting donations all week. And we'll be pairing the kids up to make cards to go to the residents or the, and the parents that are at the Ronald McDonald House. And then we'll be filling the bags. We have an ongoing collection of the can tabs that the Ronald McDonald House takes. So we'll get that all together on Wednesday. and. Um, the other part of the day will be cleaning up the school property, weather permitting. We have a prayer garden that was started several years ago when the DRE and the parish passed away. Um, the pastor at the time gave us a little corner of the yard next to the rectory, and that has become our prayer garden. And we have added plants and trees every year as we've lost members of our community. So we'll be going in there and cleaning up. It's a little too early to plant anything, but we can clean up some of the trash and the, the weeds that have accu accumulated. That's great. And then we're going to treat the kids at the end of the day to a movie in the gym and maybe some popcorn to treat them for their hard work. That's what I'm looking forward That's to. It's awesome. a new activity for us to plan an entire day of service. And we have the talent show and the book fair, and we have our jump rope and hoops for heart that benefits the American Heart Association. So. I have to say, I have those uh, service projects sometimes, like, you know, when kids are doing them, they're like, they don't think that they make a difference. But, you know, um, I had an experience where I had my child at CHOP uh, once, and uh, one of the things that really touched me, I went to the Ronald McDonald's house for, like, coffee. They had cookies and things for the families. Uh, and so they had, like, hats made from uh, kids from a school. But the thing that touched my heart the most was not the hat itself, but the little note. 
And mm -hmm. so those things really make a difference when you're like in a hard situation, just thinking, oh wow, this person, you know, spent time to think about us and sort of like, you know, make a connection and, and make you feel special. So it's not actually the material thing, but it's, you know, the human touch that makes a difference. So, you know, just let your students know that uh, they do make a difference with those little details and service projects that they do. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, every time, I, I growing, I, it's a, let me start again. It's a, I find that when I was young, we had very few service projects. It was all very education focused, but we didn't have a lot of service projects in the 80s, basically. And uh, I'm so excited every time I see Jack come home, Jack in sixth grade, my son, um, and he'll have service projects to work on. And he joined the Squire, Columbian Squires, which is an offshoot of the, the Knights of Columbus, and they're very focused on, the, on those things. And, and, uh, and he's, he's a part of other things. But what's important about it is he gets excited for it. Not only is he getting excited for it, he understands the necessity of doing the, the service projects, not from the purpose of getting them done and getting credit, but mm -hmm. for the purpose of actually experiencing them. And oftentimes in our service projects, having the ability to, to walk with someone, to meet with someone, whether it's a senior citizens, or in my case, um, by the time the 90s rolled around and I was in college, uh, you know, we, we were working with people with special needs at St. Joe's University. And uh, that was one of the most powerful experiences of my life was was being with special needs adults and and really learning how to accompany someone with whom at that time I didn't have really a, a conceptual way of understanding their situation. But once I was working with them closely, I had a much better understanding of it. And since that time for me, which was far later in life that Jack's doing it, and Jack's 11, I was 20 probably when I was doing that. I really think it, it creates an impact because I know what it, it does. How, it, how it impacted me as an adult, let alone as a, as a child. So going back to those things that we can do and have a conversation about from a, from a very emotional level and feel very free to do it and, and have that deep connection with, with someone as part of a service project, but also from, from an educator to the child where we can really tell them why this is, we can, we can talk about our innate spirituality that there's, okay, so in, in, I don't like to, as a general rule, I don't like to compare and contrast public schools and private schools, but in this case I will. You know, we, we have the ability of saying, like, there are role models around us and we can say you should emulate uh, Martin Luther King Jr. But in our case, we can also tell them, this has been built in innately into your soul. You are, you are literally created by God to serve your fellow man. That's something they won't hear. It's, it's, it's to, and using a scientific terminology, it's in our DNA. That, that this is something we were created to do. And I think that's a powerful message yes. to, to tell people. Uh, uh, this, maybe this isn't things that you Ke think Helen, about. Uh, Helen maybe could uh, give us an insight on that. Like she mentioned at the beginning of the interview that, um, you know, you can feel, you can sort of like sense when somebody that you have in your office looking for a job uh, went to a Catholic school or not. Like how do you feel like, you know, we as a Catholic school system uh, sort of like, uh, change students' life and impact their lives in a way that makes them more like, you know, better citizens or like, you know, it makes them uh, more spiritual people and also people that care about others uh, a little bit more uh, consciously. I think that the most important thing that we do is our, our faith. Um, you know, we get to live that every day, but we also have that ability to uh, talk with a child if they do something 
and, and work help them work through it and explain why they shouldn't do it so that they know in the future they know how to self-discipline themselves and they know the difference between right and wrong and I find that um, the students are very caring um, and again not to knock other schools but I have subbed in other schools and I've seen the difference and I find that um, our children are very protective of each other some days they might not all get along yeah. but um, they do watch out for each other. Um, I think that's part of uh, what we teach and helps them become better productive citizens. They may not be at the top of their class in college, but they're gonna go out and they're gonna make a difference because they've been exposed to quite a bit in the Catholic school having to do with service, having to do with just relationships, having to do with teaching them um, discipline as far as studies and, and routines. I think all those things are very valuable schools that sometimes you don't find in other schools and I think that's very important. That's what I see um, with my own children because they went through Catholic school. and. You know, they'll tell me that their friends struggle because they weren't taught this in their school, and we have the ability to do it. Um, but the, the the most important thing to me is is I always hear, "Oh, that child's bad." I don't think there's any bad children. I think uh, children make the wrong choice, and we have the ability in our schools to talk with them about their faith and teach them the right decisions to make. And I, I think. Looking at it that way, I think you see children know, they get the idea and they know when. And they'll tell me when they do something. They'll say, well, I, I know that was the wrong choice, Mrs. Persing. But I just, <laughs> I've always believed that there's, you know, you'll hear a teacher say, oh, that child's so bad. And, and no, they're not bad. They need someone in their life and that's where we come in so that we can help them make the right choices. June, you had a comment? Yeah, I think for me, it, it's such a privilege to be able to pray with children, especially when they're struggling. Mm -hmm. So that if I have to bring them together and I say, you know, before we, talk it out and say, let's just take a few moments and, and ask God to be with us in part of this conversation. You know, so that, that that is just an integral part of who we are. God is a part of every single element of the school, whether it's relationships, the academics, um, who they are with each other, how they, how they are with each other, um, and the ability to pray with them. I think it, it, it helps them to, to recognize in a real way that God is very much a part of this and and God can help them can help them through the struggle and can help to to take them to the next place I don't know what I would do without that yeah. you know because and, and it's probably just so part of who I am yeah. and and our teachers are able to to bring to bring God into every aspect of science social studies math uh, you know so it's just it's it it's all connected and and it's such a privilege to be able to be a part of that. you have a comment, Molly? It's really just a quick one. Um, last week, our students were playing in a basketball game, and at the very end, um, the other team put in a child that they clearly identified right away as being someone of special needs. And without being told, they played light defense and really went out of their way to let that child score. Um, and the child scored two baskets. But, you know, um, it was assumed that the coach told them and the coach hadn't, you know. And, and I think that that really says who we are uh -huh. in a nutshell. Yeah. You know, it, it's in the practice, it's in their being just yeah. to do, they see it, they're aware of it, and they on their own collectively as a team without even talking to one another. 
And, and this is uh, sort of like, these are some of the things that we are really proud about uh, as, you know, Catholic schools. This is what we uh, want to celebrate during Catholic Schools Week. And I uh, would like to invite Mary Beth Peabody uh, as the communications and marketing manager of our office to explain to a parent who um, is not already in our system what uh, what is Catholic Schools Week and, and why are we, we're doing it. Mike mentioned something uh, at the beginning, but I would like you to say a few words and, and also invite them to read and, and go on social media this week to see what we are about and what we're doing. Okay, so Catholic Schools Week has been around for years. Uh, if I grab my newspaper, I mean, it's 20 some years, I believe, Catholic Schools Week, and it is a national celebration. So the National Catholic Educational Association and CEA puts together sort of suggestions and guidelines, but whatever we're doing here in the Diocese of Camden is happening all across the country in dioceses and archdioceses throughout the country. So that makes it a really unified, our office is sort of the unifier for the Camden Diocese, and then NCEA just has it for the whole country. So um, there are themes for every day, celebrating our church, celebrating our families, celebrating teachers, uh, just different themes for the day that are loose guidelines for ways that people can create their own activities. And it's really intended to, it's, I think it's really twofold. One is just for school communities to be able to celebrate among themselves and to invite their parishes to be part of that celebration. And then the other is for people who aren't in Catholic schools to say, oh, I wonder what's going on there, and take a look. Uh, many of our schools will have open houses this week. And the reality is our schools are open all the time, so an open house is a great opportunity to come and visit. There is not a school that wouldn't be thrilled to get a phone call of someone saying, hey, I want to come take a tour. So, so that's important to, to know that open house is one way to come and see a school. Um, at the end of the week, we will have many great stories and many tired educators, <laughs> um, many people who will be ready to move on to non-Catholic Schools Week, but it really is just a fun and wonderful celebration. Our office likes it particularly because our work gets done ahead of time. I guess I speak selfishly because the, the uh, Catholic Schools Week issue of the Star Herald is something that has to be done ahead of time. So now I feel really free to be able to Enjoy. check out what's going on in the schools. <laughs> Everyone from our office has about five schools that we're responsible for kind of keeping an eye on and going to visit at some point during Catholic Schools Week and um, so that everybody is uh, accounted for. Um, Great. Yeah. Do you have right, any other questions? No, but what about you? Well, I, I am uh, looking forward to uh, next week and sort of like visiting uh, a few schools. I still haven't announced it, so I'll... Uh, Are you keeping I'm, it a secret as to where you're going to show up? Tomorrow I'm telling them. Oh, okay. Yeah, so wait for my email. Well, I, didn't tell, I didn't tell Steve that I will be at the, the one with the bishop, so... Well, this, this time uh, we, we made it a little different in our office. Like, uh, it was picked a little, like, randomly, so... Uh, we didn't pick by what we wanted to go, but I definitely am looking forward to uh, the schools that are in my list. And especially because I now have a daughter who is attending Catholic schools. So you got to talk about Jack now. I get to I speak know, I'm excited. about I my daughter, about Mariana, and my principal, Diana Rodriguez, uh, who's doing a great job at St. Anthony of Padua. And I'm looking forward to being there 
on Monday, that one I'm telling, uh, <laughs> and they have a special lunch for a special person. And so I am going with my, my daughter, Mariana, who specifically asked me if I could please Aww. go. Uh, so nice. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's uh, definitely great to be a parent uh, and to work in the uh, Office of Catholic Schools. Like, you know, I get to see uh, different angles of the system and it's I, I feel so blessed uh, of Mariana being able to get a Catholic education. Uh, the way she uh, talks about God, like the other day, have a story, because there's always a story. Uh, she was, uh, they were celebrating Mass, and so they were talking about baby Jesus and his family. And so the priest was like, uh, this is our pastor. He was uh, doing the homily, and he, he asked uh, questions about the Holy Family. And he said, so who's baby Jesus' uh, mother? And, you know, it's in the middle of the whole school mass, and she raises her hands. She's like, uh, Maria, and who's the father? And she's like, Jose. And, like, you know, they're, like, looking at this uh, five-year-old little girl, like, responding to the questions, like, without hesitance. And I guess uh, the pastor was, like, feeling really grateful in the principle that, you know, uh, the educa the Catholic education you can see in the students like it's not something uh, that when they go somewhere like you cannot I feel like you can touch it sometimes and mm -hmm. their faith growing since they're little it's something valuable that's that's uh, how I see it because that's how I grow grew up and I think if I hadn't had uh, sort of like the uh, sort of like the Catholic foundation before my faith wouldn't be as strong as it is now. So I am totally grateful. You know, that, that actually begs a good point because I, I feel very similarly. We're, we have about five minutes of the podcast left to go. And um, I just, you know, the, the role of the parents in this, I, I, as someone who's had, whose father worked in public schools for a long time, you know, I often heard stories of not so great parenting. And, um, you know, where school was almost relegated to being babysitting, that the, the parents kind of dropped the kids off, or they got them on the bus, and they walked to school, and the parents were hands off. You know, I feel like in Catholic schools, not so much that it's a requirement, but there's an incentive for parents to be very involved. Would, would you find that that's been the case? Have you found that your, your parents, you, you get a hearty quality of parent at your school. Remember, we're on a podcast, you can't nod. You can't use the microphones. So, Phil, I'm talking to you. Yes, um, well, also being a parent, um, my son Joe goes, he actually attends res Resurrection, and it was really cool. That the Is one, his principal I didn't okay? know that. What? Is his principal okay? Oh, I, I, of course, she's sitting right next to me. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure holding judgment on my son's principal. Wow. So she's, he's very lucky. He actually he talks about Miss Webb coming in to see the class, and he's always like telling me. So I'm like, great, that's great. You want that? Um, yep. But one on one of the Saturdays uh, before he had soccer, because he did soccer at um, Resurrection, uh, we did a little service project. And it was really cool because we went as a whole family and we're, we're there and he's putting everything together and he got his little brother Alex to come over and he helped as well. And like we're just like literally all doing it together and it's such a young age and I, I'm like just like this is this is perfect. Like he's learning like the importance of you know giving for others and um, he kept wanting to do it. He was only supposed to do like I think like a few but he just... He didn't want to go away. He's like, I was like, you got to go play soccer now. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're doing a good job. And then, but it's just like, it's wonderful to see that. And yeah. that's just, 
That's like why we. It's kind of why we do it. Yeah, I, hearing all of you talk and, and telling the stories that you've been telling, and certainly Mary Nell's story and my story and, and Mary Beth, it's I, the thing I keep coming back to is that with Catholic schools, you get a, you get another level. It's not, and we've said this in a variety of different ways since Catholic schools have been around. It's more than writing, reading, and arithmetic. That there is, but it's an important level that when you consider the fact that, and this is something Mary uh, Mary Beth writes about with frequency. The importance of what we're providing these students who we anticipate, we expect them to be leaders in their communities when they graduate and when they move on to college and when they move into their public life. Like, I, you know, I, I know a guy in my Gloucester Catholic graduating class. He was, he's now a freeholder. And, I, and I'm very hopeful that what he learned as a, a young person um, at Gloucester Catholic has brought him as he takes with him in his role as a politician, as there as someone who's trying to say and what what we can do in this county to to better our lives. And he also happens to be a superintendent of schools at a at a uh, at a in a district in South Jersey. And I'd like to believe that Gloucester Catholic has had an influence on him, and he brings some of that even in a public school setting, that that pastoral nature that we were all taught at. Uh, in high school, so I, I am very excited about. It. I, and I, when our son was born, it wasn't even a consideration as to that w where would he be going. He has the benefit of being able to go to my alma mater, which at the time was called St. Catherine's, and I loved. Um, and uh, when and for me, you were talking about walking the hallways. You know, years later, I still go in there and go. Yeah, this place is okay. I like it, and I feel, and I immediately feel at home. And it's got a new paint job, and there's there's a section of the modules that was put on years later. I don't know how they had all the kids in there with, with less rooms when I was growing up, but somehow we were all stuffed in there, and it was it was wonderful. I wouldn't change a thing. And, That's and great. I and I honestly often wonder why parents don't send their kids to Catholic schools, just because. There's so much more to it that you get. And I realize it comes with a cost, it's, but there's so much more. It's an investment, and, and we would like to make it free, but we have to pay our bills. We have to pay our teachers. And, uh, you know, parents have to realize, too, that uh, what we charge is not even the cost for education. It costs us more, and there's, you know, money to be raised and a lot of uh, things that we do to keep it low. And we try very hard every year to keep it the lowest possible so that you can afford it. And so it's a sacrifice not only from the parents' part, but also the teachers that work in our Catholic schools and our principals that you know do not make close to what you know other people make in other systems. Thank you to our principals for joining us. And Mary thank you very much for setting this all up. And thank you everybody for waiting for me. Uh, the bishop sends his apologies, but hey, the boss calls, the boss calls. We, we so. were thrilled with this group of principals. It is really hard to get so many principals oh, on one table on the same day. Thanks. Also, like, we are really happy. We're very fortunate. I almost threw my Spanish in there. <laughs> okay, so. Thank you so much to Mary Beth, too, for helping you know, setting this up. Thank you very much.